Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Everybody, it is the Steve Jones Show on a Wednesday. News Radio 1070 WKOK. Matt Catrillo here with you in the producer chair. Steve will soon be there from the Sunbury Motors Studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Moving to getting ready for this Nebraska game on Saturday, 10:30 of the year time, noon kickoff here on WKOK. Nitty Lines looking for the first one of the year. We start off with some big news out of the Big Ten that just came down about a half hour ago. Ohio State and Maryland not playing this weekend. Game is canceled. Maryland has eight players who have tested positive for COVID-19. So that's two games now, or I should say three games now, that have been canceled in the Big Ten. And that was the big issue with this schedule that was agreed upon and waiting to start the season on the 24th that would give everybody a week in case games had to get canceled. But instead, the Big Ten goes with the with the 24th instead of the 17th. And this is what we've got. We've got three games that have been canceled so far. And Wisconsin is one game away from not being eligible for the Big Ten championship game. And now one of the big contenders, not just for the Big Ten, but for the national title, Ohio State, is now affected. There's only their first one. But again... The margin for error is zero. They just have to play three. I mean, they got three more to play. So it's, it's Wisconsin that's lost two of them. Right. That has to worry. Ohio State's going to lose a game with Maryland. I mean, it's as you know, I don't panic about such things. It's not. Uh, I don't find out now who was the issue here. It was uh, eight, eight players have tested positive at Maryland. Yeah, Maryland. Okay. So, yeah, I'd like to know if it's eight players that tested positive at Maryland that played in this game here. Because Penn State's testing numbers came out. That's right. And it was 2,285 tests, and there were six positives. Now, what are the numbers next week? I don't know. Uh, again, it's one of those where you'd like to find out who, you know, are these are these players that made the trip? Are these guys that played the game? Are they in charge of uh, our music? I mean, I don't know. And apparently, think- according to some reports, it, it, it does involve some key players. So it sounds like they yeah. were on the field last week. Well... 
There you go. Yeah, it's I don't know, you know. It's eight players, right? It's right, it's eight, right? Correct. Over the past seven days, eight players in the Maryland football to- program tested positive. All right. Uh, let's see. More important than health and well-being of our student-athletes, coaches, and staff. Okay, there's the liability statement. Uh, let's see. Disappointing. Okay, Maryland's next game is Michigan State. Now, the question is going to be for the eight players, though. The eight players will be out 21 days. So they're not playing against Michigan State either. If they do the PCR test and they don't, you know, if, and it turns out positive in the PCR test, those those eight players, each one of them, if they don't, would be out 21 days. And so this is the second time Maryland's had to pause. Because remember, they paused back in August? Late July and August they had to pause. This will be the second time they've had to do it. So there's that's what they're going to do. That's why you sit back and you look at a Wednesday. You always feel like, like Tuesday, Wednesday are the two pivotal days. I mean, that's I mean that's the way it's been with me. The way it's been with me is I'm thinking, okay, how's everything going to be on Tuesday, Wednesday? Now, Penn State's getting ready to play Nebraska. Nothing's come out about Nebraska. I just gave you the Penn State testing numbers, 2,285 total tests, which includes all the daily antigen testing, and they have six positives among the 2,285 tests. The SEC has four games postponed this week. Georgia-Missouri has been postponed. LSU-Alabama has been postponed. Uh, let's see. But So Georgia-Missouri, Alabama, LSU, Texas A&M, Tennessee, and Auburn-Mississippi State. But the difference is that they have bye weeks built in. Alabama LSU, though, cannot be made up on December 12th. The only way they can do it on December 12th is if Alabama clearly has the lead in the SEC West and nobody can catch them. They could take Arkansas. LSU, which I believe is the other game that was that's the one that's on December twelfth. Now they could move that to the nineteenth, you know, and Alabama could play LSU on the on the twelfth. So they actually can work the schedule a little bit. Auburn had twelve positive COVID nineteen tests within the program. Texas A and M has three active COVID nineteen tests. Let's see. Ed Orgeron said LSU had multiple players, including starters, that would have been unavailable for Saturday's game. Some have tested positive. The majority are, are out as a result of contact tracing. Now, in the NFL, you wear you wear something around your neck. 
And essentially what it does, it, it then tells you the people you were within 10 feet of. Now, this is where the suit was ahead of his time because, you know, he doesn't like to interact with people. Same thing. If you if he got to within 11 feet of somebody, he then immediately backed off. I mean, you want to talk about trailblazer. So that's the story with what's going on. So this will be the third Big Ten game that is canceled with no makeup. Wisconsin-Nebraska, Wisconsin-Purdue, and now Ohio State-Maryland. Ohio State's next game is scheduled for the 21st against Indiana. Maryland's next game is the 21st against Michigan State. But once again, in the Big Ten, this is not like Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is scheduled to play next weekend. Trevor Lawrence actually tested negative repeatedly and made the trip to Notre Dame. But what kept him out, what was it? I think he was out, what, 10 days? Does that sound right? Correct. 10 days? But what kept him out is that once you're done with that 10 days, they do a myocarditis test on you. And they knew they were not going to get the result back before the game against Notre Dame. So that's why he didn't play. Here in the Big Ten, these eight players for Maryland are going to be out three weeks. So they're going to miss at least two games. Especially with the testing being, you know, the testing results being in the middle of the week. They're going to miss two games. And the other thing, too, Steve, to keep in mind, I'm going to knock on wood as I say this, is so far, NFL and college, and even high school for that matter, we haven't really seen any transmission from actually playing the game. So, like, f- from physically touching each other or blocking right. each other or whatever. Right. So that that's that's good to see in terms of Penn State's perspective. I understand, and now let's just <laughs> let it keep on being that way. Yeah. This is the life that we're in right now. That's uh, and we all knew this was going to happen. This is there's nothing in here that oh my goodness, I can't believe and I can't believe what. But at the, uh, when you start something a little bit later, like I'll go back to June and July. What did I stay on the show repeatedly? I'd rather start earlier than later. Okay. Uh, let's see. Mac action is tonight. Let's see. Um, Friday night, Cincinnati, East Carolina play. And Michigan State's got Indiana on Saturday at noon on ABC. That's. Let's look at all the good. Let's see. I just want to see what we have Thursday night here. Um, Of course, these things are all. They divide all the stuff into conferences now. 
What is the Thursday night NFL? Thursday night NFL game this week is pretty good. It's Tennessee and Indianapolis, right? That's right. Wow. Key game in that division. Here's today's story. How Dan Mullen channeled Steve Spurrier and brought the high-flying fun back to Florida. Now, last week he was the scourge of the earth, <laughs> if you recall, <laughs> because of the fight, the Darth Vader thing he did. Now he celebrated. Uh, a lot of people think Hugh Freeze is it could be a potential answer for them as a head coach, despite everything that went on at Ole Miss. Liberty has decided to lock him up to a long-term extension. And, of course, this is fresh off their 38-35 victory over Virginia Tech. Ivan Mazel is going to join us on the show today. Ivan, there are very few people in this profession, writer, analyst, that I respect more than him. Very few. And he and I go back 25 years. And I'm looking forward to having him on the show today. Very, very much. Um, and James Franklin is going to meet with the media afterward. Uh, tonight, after the practice tonight, I think uh, after talking with the coach today, I think it would it's well worth listening to. We'll leave it at that. Your appetite now wet? I mean, it's well worth listening to. All right? Tonight. All right. Great to have you with us. Let's see. Let's check through... Any uh, any emails? We got any emails today? Actually, haven't had a chance to check that yet. Come on, check it. Been a busy day in the newsroom. Well, what happened today? Uh, COVID, basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> COVID, COVID, COVID news- more COVID. COVID in the newsroom, or? <laughs> <laughs> no, thankfully, uh, Thankfully, no, just in the news, having just to report on it. You know what's interesting? I was talking to Jay Paterno about this today and with Todd Sadowski, and we were taping the uh, Blue-White Tailgate show. And I said, you know what's been interesting about Center County is that, of course, before the students got back, things were pretty level here. So even when Pennsylvania spiked a bit in June or whatever, Center County was pretty level. Then, of course, the students came back, and what happened was the state leveled off and Center County spiked. Well, now the state's spiking again, and Center County's leveled off again. I said, this county has gone 180 of the state every time. The county has not been on the same uh, testing pathway that the state has been. When the state's been going well, county hasn't been going well. When the state hasn't gone well, the county's gone fine. It's really I think today's number is what, thirty six or something like that here. Yeah. And the states had how they have a couple thousand? 
State was a new record again today statewide, over 4,700. Wow. Don't people realize it was 75 degrees this week? No, just kidding. All right. Take a break. Come back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us today. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Great to have you with us on the show today. You mentioned yesterday, I will be in here next week. The eight Iowa players who uh, have been going after the program who alleged racial discrimination during their time with the Hawkeyes have withdrawn their com- their demand for $20 million in settlements. I think the bottom line is they're, they're, they say, you know what? We're going to risk this in court, and we're going to let a jury tell us what the number should be. The players did call for the firings of head coach Kirk Ferentz, offensive line coach Brian Ferentz, athletic director Gary Barda. And now they want to uh, they want to take their I think they want to take their shot in court. Let a jury give them a number if they win. No Maryland Ohio State this week. Eight players from Maryland tested positive. So that's out. And if those eight not only tested positive, but also tested positive on the PCR test, they'll be out 21 days. Meanwhile, the fans stormed the field at South Bend Saturday night. Notre Dame has now mandated testing for all the fans that were at the game. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. All right, uh, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Q, it's 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford Lincoln Kia Hyundai. Great new inventory. Fabulous pre-owned inventory. They also provide umbrellas if you want to watch walk through the uh, lot. Fabulous service department, too. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, key routes 11 to 15 in Hummels Worth. And online at sunburymotors.com. Matt Catrillo was able to relax over the weekend. Now has a big problem in front of him. The Eagles are playing again. <laughs> yeah, it was a good weekend last weekend. Eagles got help and they didn't play, which is good. I mean, Giants should have won the first one. They probably should be heavily favored in the second. <laughs> As I said yesterday, it, I'm sure the it's going to be another close game because. The Eagles are going to probably play down to them, off the bye, feeling good about down, themselves, even though they're down, three, four, and one. Down, down to them. Well, <laughs> down, half down, I guess. I don't know. 
Let's just say they're not going to blow them out. Very condescending. I mean, I realize that you are at the top, (laughs) but you're at the top of what? You know, that's right. That's very true. You'd be in last place in almost any other division. What are you talking about? I mean, I still think the Eagles win this game, but this game slightly oh, scares now, me. Oh, now we've gone from cocky to now worried. I knew it. I knew I could sway you. Right now I'm going 23-20 Eagles because yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants had the lead in this game. The Eagles have to come back because the Giants mm-hmm. just can't hold a lead. And they did last week. They held on last Somehow. week. Somehow. All barely, though. Look, Daniel Jones is what four zero now against Washington. Correct. And that's and then he's has one win against everybody else. <laughs> Who, who's the one? Who's the one win against? Anyway, it's Daniel Jones calling now. <laughs> he's on line one. <laughs> no, it's Dan. Uh, it's Dan. He didn't, Dan didn't want to email me today. He wanted to call me. <laughs> Let me tell you what I really think of you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Or Don, I guess it's Don. Sorry, Don. <laughs> got a lot of Dan's around me, so sorry about that, Don. I only tell you what I really think about you. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, and Jack and I had a long talk today. It's just again, we we go back and we're. We're, you know, we're like the rest of you. We just don't know. We just don't know. Well, you know, when you look at it, there's so many things that are different about this. You know, you, you lose the Indiana game. You know, look, did I think they were going to lose? No. Should they have lost? No. But Indiana, the only emotion, the whole deal, they win it. All right, okay. That's under the category of that happens. You don't want it to happen. It stinks when it happens, but sometimes one of those, okay, that happens. Ohio State, really good. All right. The one that's just got everybody just flummoxed is Maryland. Yeah, Tunga Viola's good. I mean, he's no guy. He's a good quarterback. I like him. Not a little. I like him a lot. But you're telling me their defense stepped up after the two performances I watched and did that? No. That's the part where you sit back and I think as everybody looking around saying, what the heck is going on? Now, let me tell you the worst thing they can do. You know, James was talking about, you know, um, the culture yesterday. Okay. And he said, you can't just sit there and say the culture is great, great, great when uh, you're winning and then not talk about it when you're not. And that's fair. That's fair. I understand that. But the worst thing that anything you, anybody can do when you are at a management spot, it's my personal opinion, and this is where the biggest mistakes are made, panic. Panic causes more bad decisions than anything I've seen in my life. Got to change this. Got to change this. Got to change that. Just slow down. All right? Before you want to change everything, let me ask you the basic question. right? You want to change that player, that player, that player, that player. Okay, fair. You don't like how they're playing. Uh, okay, so now okay, we're on the same plane. But you have to replace them with a player that's better. 
that is, that is not just better, a player that is equal or better. That's the only way you can make an effective change is to replace them with somebody who is equal or better. Replacing them with somebody that is not is not an answer. Replacing them with somebody that needs more seasoning and now you're going to force feed them, that's not an answer. That's what makes it a little more difficult to do. If you panic, you do such things. And then people wonder, well, we tried this, we tried it. You know what? I think a lot of it comes back down to doing your job. I think there's some guys that are actually playing at a pretty high level, and then what happens is the person next to them is struggling. And then you try to compensate for it, and then you get yourself a little bit out of position because you're compensating, which means you're not really doing your job. Then it it just snowballs and becomes worse. Uh, You know, I mean, Maryland played. I mean, Tonga Viola is really good, and he gets rid of the ball quickly. And not only that, he's like his brother; he's accurate. And the, I, we talked about the receivers last week. I've always liked the receivers. I talked about Brian Cobbs. I, I talked about Dante Demas. I talked about Daryl Jones, Jayshon Jones. They, you know, they don't really, you know, tight end's not really a part of what they do with it. Funk's a good enough back. But he's accurate when he throws the ball. And Rakim Jarrett was one of the top wide receiver recruits in the country last year. They're really good. But what strikes me is that defensively, I just watched the Northwestern Nebraska tape. And I watched the Northwestern Maryland tape before that. First of all, Northwestern is an excellent defensive team. I mean, not good. They're an excellent defensive team. Patty Fisher, linebacker, big time player, Blake Gallagher, really good. And that was Northwestern's problem last year. They went 3-9 and nine last year and still played really good defense. They just couldn't play any offense to save their soul. Now Northwestern has a little more offense because Peyton Ramsey transferred in. That's made a difference for them. But I'm watching the two tapes, and, uh, and Nebraska, for the most part, did a good job on Northwestern defensively. I'm watching Maryland. They did no job on them defensively. Then I'm watching the Minnesota game, and they did no job on Minnesota defensively in that game. They had no takeaways coming into this game. None. Zero. The first one they got all season was Chance Campbell picking up the fumble from Sean Clifford running back for a touchdown. The first one they got all year. Took them ten quarters. That's the part that really mystifies me a bit. So I, I watched tapes where I didn't watch that defense stop anybody. And then, you know, Penn State finally gets going in a game, but if they get going in a the game, they get going later. And I know I always downplay and poo-poo the noon starts because obviously there are times of day where you play better. 
Penn State usually plays really well in the 3.30 block. They usually play well in the 7.30 block. Have they gotten off the slow starts in the noon block? Yeah. Should they? No, they shouldn't. But for some reason they have. I don't know why. And believe me, I've been around all of this. Where they try, you know, they try the loud music, the blue lights. The, I mean, every, believe me, I've seen it in football and basketball. It's one of the things doing what I do. I see all these things. And and part of this is, obviously, it never bothers me what time it is. I'm ready to go anytime. I've done all sorts of game times in my life. I've done 10 a.m. starts for basketball several times in my career. And I've done 11 o'clock midnight games in different time zones. So it never bothers me what time we're on. So I take that same attitude when it comes to the players. But they better get out of the gate this week. You better get out of the gate this week. Why? You just can't keep playing from behind. You just can't keep doing that. And you got to get takeaways. Penn State's got nine quarters without a takeaway. To the credit of Tonga Viola and Fields, they're both accurate. Okay. But no takeaways. Not even close to a takeaway. Oh, there's one. Curtis Jacobs, I thought, the sideline had a great chance at a pick against Tunga Viola. Ohio State, they, they weren't even close to one. It wasn't even... It wasn't. Ohio State had two fumbles. They had one fumble, and then the other one was the snap over Fields' head. Takeaways, giveaway takeaway means so much. Penn State last year was a plus eight giveaway takeaway. It's a good season. Penn State had over 100 points off of takeaways last season, and it's not the first time they've had that. And then again, these are stats that I keep, so I've got that. If you go to the basic stat sheet that Penn State puts on the website, that stat's not on there. But they had over 100 points last year. On takeaways, you know, you look at Nebraska and Northwestern. How did Nebraska score last week against Northwestern? Two interceptions by Farmer. One was a four-yard touchdown drive. Life's pretty good when you have to go four yards to get a touchdown. And that's, I mean, and Penn State's got nine quarters without one got to find a way to get that going. And I, I don't want them playing conservatively. Go for it. Jump around. I mean, sometimes, sometimes a little risk can lead to big reward. And if you time it up right, you can do it. they got guys that can do it. I don't think I've ever seen Brisker not jump around and get, get great results out of it. Castro Fields. Wilson, Porter, seen all those guys do it in practices and so forth. So it's not like I'm not looking at guys that can't do it. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back with more in a moment. 
Great to have you with us today. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors on News Radio 1070 WKOK. No need to search high and low for the best holiday bargains. They're easy to find at Sunbury Motors Kia. At Sunbury Motors Kia, all prices are clearly marked with rebates and discounts. See the sticker and know the savings. SMC has 27 2021 Kia Sportages to choose from, and they start at just $23,490. Kia's all-new midsize sedan, the Kia K5, starts at only $23,746. And it's now available in all-wheel drive. And listen to this. Sunbury Motors Kia has 23 of the hot new 2021 Kia Seltos arriving this month. Reserve yours today. This small all-wheel drive crossover starts at twenty. And remember, every new Kia comes with a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. The best holiday bargains are easy to find at Sunbury Motors Kia on the Strip in Hummel's Wharf. Warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. For details, see dealer or go to Kia.com. Let's get to the uh, TV part of this. What does CBS do and what does ESPN do with the SEC postponements this weekend? Uh, Auburn, Mississippi State was postponed Monday. Thursday, or excuse me, Tuesday saw the SEC lose Alabama, LSU, uh, which had been set for 6 p.m. on Saturday after the Masters. Texas A&M Tennessee was set to be on ESPN. So they're actually thinking about some makeup games on the 19th of December. Now, CBS is okay. I mean, with the Masters, they should be in good shape. And you can start the Masters round a little bit later if you want. Alabama LSU was going to go in after the Masters. It was going to be essentially a primetime game for them. Big ratings. Now, the Notre Dame-Clemson game is the first college game this season to clear $10 million in viewership. Uh, and they're going to go what CBS is going to do after the Masters. They're going to do the college football studio show. And then give the two hours back to the local affiliates. Then they're going to go to national entertainment programming. And ESPN has more flexibility. They have more games they can go with. Navy and Memphis was originally on ESPNU. That's been postponed. Uh, ABC, though, they have Notre Dame-Boston College. And ESPN2 has Stanford at Colorado. They're intact. Louisville, Virginia, as well as two ESPN3 games, Rice, Louisiana Tech, and Texas State, Georgia Southern. They're going to probably move the ESPN3 games up to the big network. And as for making up games... Alabama's open December 12th. LSU is not. But if Alabama has a lead in the race, they could take LSU-Arkansas and move it to the 19th 
because Arkansas would not, neither Arkansas nor LSU would have an opportunity to win the West, and LSU and Alabama could play in the twelfth if they wanted to. You still have that kind of flexibility, and that's what the original Big Ten schedule had: flexibility. I mean, Maryland and Ohio State—they're not going to play, not playing this weekend. Maryland has eight positive tests. Now, it's not just the positive test, it's the contact tracing that goes with it. Because a positive test out of 115 still leaves you with 107 players. But it's the contact tracing that they're concerned with. Although, if you're doing daily testing, no, I mean, I obviously I'm not on the inside of this. Um... Because I don't get tested on a daily basis. But um, if you're doing daily testing and everybody else is testing negative, 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 uh, you know, I know, I guess, what do they say? It takes, what, four days to... I don't know. I, I just... But there is an outbreak, of course, obviously everywhere right now, which Matt mentioned earlier is dominating the news cycle. COVID has also led to layoffs at ESPN. One of them was the highly respected Ivan Mazel. Not laid off, they just his contract runs out January 18th. They're not going to renew it. Now he'll end up with something. But Ivan's going to join us in the next half hour of the show. I am not going to ask him out of the gate about what happened at ESPN. I'm going to wait till the end for that. Let's talk a little college football first and enjoy it. Then we'll get to... He is... He brings a logic, a trust, an intelligence to reporting. He knows who he is. Some people have to make their name by being flamboyant. I understand that. You have to go with your personality and what works for you. That's, I completely get that. He's not like that. And he makes who, who he is and his style really work, and I respect him so much. It's not as if he hasn't gone through pain. He has. The loss of his son five years ago was awful. Awful. Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Great pre-owned inventory. And a fabulous service department. The radio station experienced a power surge. I think we're all back to normal now. For those who don't understand that when the suit walks into the station, there's a lot of lights, music, and a laser show. And that knocked us off the air again. Yeah, let's go with that. It's in the contract. 